0: The Hawks run out of gas in the second half and fall short to the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll talk about it right here, right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds one. Trey Slaughter! E-Dub. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Um, first and foremost, we want to wish everyone. A wonderful and prosperous holiday season. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Festivus, Happy Hanukkah, the whole nine. However you get down with the get down for the holidays, we want to wish you and your family a happy holiday season on behalf of the entire crew. At <laughs> the Hawks Beat Podcast. That's basically me and my son. <laughs> my one employee. But, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking us out wherever you may be listening. And we do want to wish you guys a happy holiday season. Although, things weren't too happy down to the State Farm Arena. Tonight, the Memphis Grizzlies were in town. And they took care of the Hawks 125-119. In a game that was kind of a tale of two halves, and uh, the Hawks were kind of up against it. We'll talk about it in just a moment, but um, if you're a newbie to the podcast, welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Edub, and we're here after every Hawks game. And so uh, we would love for you to join us and connect with us. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on all of our platforms and social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. All of that, go search the Hawks Beat, and you will find us there. <laughs> so, give us a like, give us a follow, give us a retweet. Whatever engagement you can do with us, we would greatly appreciate. So, uh, whether that's commenting on what we do on Instagram or liking our Facebook post or retweeting our our Twitter post, uh, any engagement is good engagement. And so, uh, of course, if you're listening right now, you're engaging as well. So we thank you for that. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. So let's go ahead and get into what was a 125-119 uh, victory for the Vancouver Gri- oh the Vancouver Grizzlies Woo, your boy took a back on that one <laughs> the Memphis Grizzlies look it's after midnight so you got to cut me a little slack all right but uh Grizz get the dub 125 to 119 um the Hawks um well let me let me just give you the the, the rundown we'll go through the notes I'll give you some fan feedback and I'll give you some takeaways and then I'll be out of your hair. Okay. Um, Murray and a uh, they were both questionable on the injury report. Uh, Deandre Hunter was out. So this was the fifth game he's missed in the last eight and, um, a new list and a new guy was active. Kobe Bufkin was at available for the first time in like two months. So. I was kind of hoping to see Kobe Buffkin. I kind of figured he wasn't gonna play, though. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, you know, Quinn Snyder and his eight name, eight and nine man rotations, like it was gonna be it was gonna be tough for Buffkin to get in there. I was thinking that maybe on a back to back, but even on back to back, Quinn doesn't go deep on that bench, man. So it was tough for Buffkin to get in there. He, at one point, I thought he was gonna get in there. But it wasn't Kobe Bufkin. It was Deion, It was it was Dejounte Murray. It was, so it wasn't him. Um, the Hawks were on a back to back with travel. They played Miami last night. Um, I don't know what time they got in, and the Grizz were definitely the fresher team, and it just seemed to. Um, they just seemed like the fresher team in the second half. Well, at least Desmond Bain did. <laughs> going into the game, Atlanta was one point favorite for those of you guys that are into the betting stuff. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. I thought it was kind of. I, I, I had a feeling tonight was going to be special. And that was the very first note I wrote on my pad. Um, I said, I have a feeling the Hawks are going to be special tonight. I said, no reason why said so they got to play the game, but I got a feeling the Hawks are going to be special. Maybe I was kind of into the Christmas spirit. <laughs> it was a nice crowd tonight at State Farm Arena. Now, uh, I think that it's the holiday season. You got people in town traveling, uh, and then you throw the element of John Morant, and you're definitely going to have a nice-sized crowd. So the crowd was good. The crowd was great. Um, it was a lot of people there. And... uh you know, it's just a shame the Hawks can get a dub, but, um, I thought from the outset, just, and here's the thing, I'm going to breeze through these first half notes, because the game didn't really start until the third quarter, right, game didn't really start until the third quarter, so, um, all you need to know, the Hawks were up by 10, going into half, um, they had some interesting lineups, now, of course, when you're out, Jalen Johnson, you're out DeAndre Hunter. Like, Quinn is throwing stuff against the wall. Like, he's just trying to make something work. But quite honestly, he just doesn't have the bodies, guys. Like, he doesn't have the bodies. Like, he's playing on Yeka and Clint, not on no strategic stuff. He's doing it based on necessity. Like, it, like, he's doing it out of necessity. It's not like, oh, man, I'm going to kill him with this one. <laughs> I'm going to play Clint and Anya together. No, man. Like, he's doing it out of necessity. Um, but, yeah, like, I thought the Hawks were off to a good start. DeJounte Murray, again, you know, a, a great first half. And um, second half, he just disappeared again. Like, and, and. Is starting to become a pattern. Like I mean, and he's so good. Like in the first and second quarters, but like come third and fourth quarters, it's just like, bruh, just disappears. And I I don't know why he disappears. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't have an answer. Like he had, he led all scores. Well, all the hawk scores, um, going into the half, man, he had fifteen points, six to ten shooting shooting threes he he was he was looking comfortable and uh you know i, I just i don't know i just i kind of wanted to see he only got one shot up tent in the fourth quarter I and mean, we're not even to the fourth quarter yet but um at the half you're looking at you know dj's got 15 um clint has tw- clint had 12 and trey had 11 and those were kind of your three guys tonight Garrison Matthews got the start over Cle- I mean over DeAndre Hunter since Hunter was out. I don't here's the thing. I don't like when he starts Garrison Matthews. If he's gonna be out there, he ain't gonna shoot. Cause like what you got him out there for if he's not gonna get no shots. Like, it's like you gotta you gotta know your personnel, man. Like, he just can't be out there guarding Desmond Bain because he's getting eaten alive he was getting eaten alive so you had dj uh on ja morant of course you had the bigs on jackson and, and biombo uh, you got a kind of hide trey on vince williams and then you got you know there's no one else to stick but garrison matthews on desmond bain and Garrison. and to give garrison a little bit of credit there were several times i saw garrison play Really good defense, like two or three good times. I saw him play really good defense, and he still got cooked. <laughs> he still got cooked, man. Like there was one play where, where he, he Desmond Bain hit Garrison with like a crossover, and it looked like Garrison Matthews had a seizure. It looked like he had a seizure. He like his body froze. He think he fell to the ground. It was not good. I'm just glad they did not show the replay on uh, on the big screen. But my thing is this, man. Like, if you're going to start Garrison, man, you got to get him some more shots, man. He's out there for offense. And if you're not passing in the ball, if he's not shooting, he don't need to be out there. You need to start somebody else. Who? I don't know. But it don't need to be him. But uh, I'm not going to pontificate on the role of Garrison Matthews because I don't think that was why you lost the game I think that ultimately you lost the game because you came out a little flat in that second half and um, Desmond Bain just went Desmond Bain on you like when the beginning of the second half um, started I sent out this tweet and let me see if I can find it and while I'm looking it up Make sure you're following us on Twitter, or X, and uh, make sure you're following us at Hawks Beat. That is where you will find us. All right, so at the beginning of the third quarter, here is a tweet. I said, um, where did it go? Oh, there it goes. (laughs) I said, all right, the time starts now. Now we will see if those legs start to get heavy and if those shots go flat. I said, Hawks have had. Some third quarter struggles. So coming out the half will be big. And that's what I tweeted before the third quarter started. And you know how the Hawks started the quarter? Or maybe I should tell you how the Grizzlies started the quarter. (laughs) The Grizzlies started the quarter on a 16-2 run. A 16-2 run. And the Hawks defense second half was just abysmal. It just wasn't good. Like they did some things good. And it just, it, like, they were just getting to where they wanted to get. The Hawks still, still aren't communicating on defense in some situations. And when I tell you Desmond Bain went to work, he went to work. And here is where you miss a DeAndre Hunter. Um, not saying that Bain wouldn't have scored because, again. There were some good sequences where you played really good defense on Desmond Bain, and he still got a bucket. He still got a bucket. Not to mention you have Ja Morant. Ja Morant is explosive. There is a reason this team is 3-0 with Ja Morant back. Um, and Quinn kind of talked about it a little bit after the game. He's like, yo, when you got Ja Morant, Diving to the lane and going to the lane, breaking, you know, because there's nobody on this Hawks team that could stay in front of him. Nobody. So he goes to the lane. So you got it. You got a choice. What are you going to do? You're going to you going you gonna to clog up the paint. Uh, and, and if you lose one, you're going to you're going to give up one, you know. And so Bane went for 18 in that third quarter. Morant went for 10. I thought the third quarter, uh, Trey and DeJounte both played really well together. Uh, Murray was four for four, 11 points in that third quarter. I'm like, all right, we cooking. And then in the fourth quarter, he only gets one shot up. Like, that's that's disconcerting to me. But anywho, third quarter was a big turning point in this game, I thought. And um, I thought the Hawks were still in good position because, you know, they still had the lead when it was over. But it was kind of like, okay, like how I didn't feel like they were in control. I didn't feel like they were in control. And it was no more evident than in the fourth quarter. (laughs) Fourth quarter, Desmond Bain continues on his streak. You know, he goes for 13. Him and Trey kind of go back and forth a little bit. Uh, Trey, Trey had good numbers. Trey had good numbers, but I don't think he was particularly good tonight. And that is wild to say, that is wild to say because he had 30 points, 13 assists. He kept his streak alive of the 30 and 10, um, streak that everyone has been talking about. He's now tied, I think with Oscar Robinson, uh, for, I think six or seven games or whatever after the game, didn't even want to talk about it. Didn't want to talk about the stats, um, my guy from 929, Caleb Johnson, was about to ask him, and, and he, Jay was like, respectfully, he was like, "Look, I know where you're going. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. He, you want to talk about it in the loss, and I can appreciate that because he's not really about these stats, or at least he wants to give the impression that he's not about. It. No, let play. Let me stop. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think he's about the stats. To be honest with you, I, I don't think I don't think like I don't think he was stat chasing. I don't think, but." Um, for what it is, he, he the, the stat, the, it continues. It continues. so, uh, But I don't think he was particularly sharp tonight. And even he said, like, I asked him about the energy after the game. He's like, you know, we were kind of flat in the second half, and you just can't do that when you're out guys like and even Quinn after the game was like you got to play near a perfect game to get a dub you know because you're out you're you're, you don't are you have the length you don't have you don't have the the capabilities to to match up with guys you can't you don't have like any defenders that are healthy like it's a lot right now it's a lot like you're overmatched like every night you're overmatched overmatched but um I thought a tremendous swing in the fourth quarter was a play when um bogey went up uh for a layup. John Morant comes out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Blocks the pad, blocks the shot, and John Morant, whose head was damn near uh near the rim. It looks like a goaltend. It was a goaltend because I saw the video. I saw the video. I saw the stills. The ball's in the cylinder. The ball's going to go in the cylinder, and his hand is on the ball. Like, you can see it clear as day. Um, and I'm going to post it I'm on my Twitter. So after after uh, after you listen to this podcast or while you're listening to it, log on to my Twitter. I guarantee I'll have a picture of it. He goaltended. They missed the call. They missed the call. And so, you know, the Hawks are like, you know, they got to take a take foul and then Trey's upset. Trey gets a tech and then it's just it goes from like bad to worse. It goes from bad to worse, man. Um, and then, you know, they get, of course, they're getting the shots and then they get the ball back. And before you know it, the Grizz are up seven with like two minutes left, you know. And basically the Hawks just kind of ran out of time. Uh Trey hit a three with like a minute and a half left, and then he followed that up with like a bad three. Uh, the Hawks give up an offensive rebound. It was just, they just ran out of time, and they just weren't sharp to finish the game. Um, they had one last stretch, and Trey missed the bunny, then Onyeka missed the, the, the putback, and it was ball game. Folks was heading for the, folks was heading for the, uh, the exits and it was a ball game man but uh and the crazy thing is this man like the hawks did a lot of things well they did a lot of things well tonight but i thought when it come down to it second half i thought they couldn't match the energy they weren't as sharp and you got outscored 75 to 59 in that last quarter 75 to 59 they had 40 points to 26 as far as points in the paint were concerned in that second half. The Grizzlies shot it better. They rebounded better. They did everything better in the second half, and that's what matters. So um, Hawks fall to uh, 9 and – I mean, sorry. They fall to 12 and 17, and the Grizzlies move to 9 and 19. Grizzlies crazy. That's only their ninth win of the year. Uh, Bain finishes with 37. John Morant goes for 30 and 11. Uh, Jaron Jackson, 20 points and two boards. Um, yeah, man, like it just wasn't enough, man. The Cats ran out of energy, and that was kind of what it was. Let's look at some fan feedback after each game. Um, I uh, On my Twitter, I say, Hawks fans, what would you think about today's game? And you guys had a lot to say today. Some days you don't have a lot to say, some days you do. Today, y'all had time. And I'm gonna give I'm gonna give all of y'all some shine tonight. <laughs> give all of y'all some shine tonight. JF Willoughby on Twitter said Ruffs have been awful this season and continue to be obviously bad. I agree. Ruffs have been terrible. They've been terrible at home against the Hawks. Like, and, and, and they're not saying that, like, you know, Hawks ain't win no games because of the refs. No, they're not winning games because their guys are hurt and they're just not talented. But the refs sure ain't helping nothing. Like, they've been bad. They've been really bad. Um, Thanks for checking out. Checking us out, JF Willoughby. Uh, my guy, Thrashinator just gives me a, a he sent me a gift. Of, of, uh, I forget the guy's name. I don't, I don't, is it Seth Rogen? One of the late night hosts. He's just putting his head in his, in it. he's putting his head down just like he's just tired. I get it. Um, 365 Rashad said, this team sucks and Quinn coaching is suspect right now. It's literally the first to 120 every single game. Hey, man. Thanks for your thanks for your uh, for checking in. I appreciate your opinion. Uh, I'm willing to give Quinn a little bit of a break as far as the coaching is concerned. I I'm willing to give him a little break, and I'm not saying that he hasn't had any missteps, but he just really doesn't have anything to work with on this roster, like defensively, right? So yeah, Anthony 0722, said the refs sucked (laughs) i agree with that one my guy uh dez says virtually same team for three consecutive years he said we are ass (laughs) got another quote said refs suck uh drew farmer 81 said referees have money on the game yuri the euro Says we're in a new age of referees and they are mostly ass. This team will go nowhere as currently constructed. K can't Trey can't do it by himself in the fourth. Hey man, thanks for checking in, bro. I appreciate it. And like this is the tone this is this is what I'm saying. So a lot of folks have problems with the refs tonight. And I get it. Like I get it. So, like, you know, hey man, I appreciate y'all checking in with me. Insane Kane said we need another power forward. Other than Bay, because we need someone who can get rebounds. Yeah, I, like, and it's wild because Bay is such a big dude. It's crazy how he's just not a good rebounder. But, like, rebounding is about want. Right? Rebounding is about want. It's not about size. Because look at Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman is arguably the greatest rebounder in that ever played the game. Maybe outside of Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain. And the dude was scrawny. But he had a will to rebound. You know? Let me read a few more. Uh, Samari Liggins said defense continues to be suspect and we continue to give minutes to dudes who shouldn't be playing. (laughs) I wonder who he's talking about. (laughs) (laughs) My guy, DJ Yogi, living and dying by threes is in the fourth when it was tied at 106. Makes no sense. I hear you, brother, like, I had a problem with some of those shots taken late as well. Um but that's kind of this new age basketball, bro. Like that's what we see, you know. Um D Mike's World said why not play Bufkin or Mills? Why only play eight players? Um I agree with you, man. I think on nights where you go back to backs, I think the red and I don't know. I don't I don't dissect the rotation too much, but I think on those nights like that, when you're obviously guys are obviously gassed, you know what I'm saying? Like, guys are obviously flat. I I just think you got to go into your bench a little bit deeper. Like, you don't got to go and play 15, but, like, maybe go to 10 instead of 9, you know? But I don't know. He's a coach. I'm a teacher. So that's just kind of what it is. He said, uh no let me see. Let me see da da da. Money BFMS said refs make it difficult to enjoy a well played game. Yeah, I mean we, we you see the pattern, right? You see the pattern. Um The refs were horrible tonight, man, but that's not the reason they lost. Like it was a big part of it, but like there's a lot of stuff the Hawks just didn't do and can't do, and that's the reason they lost the game. Last one show enough on twitter says quinn snyder on that bull (laughs) could have used aj put him on williams he would have gave us a fourth option well obviously you couldn't use aj because aj is listed as out he is dealing with some personal issues so aj could not could not have played tonight but thank you so much for checking in with us we greatly appreciate it and uh Yeah, we appreciate all the fan feedback. I love the fan feedback because it gives me an idea of the pulse of, you know, the fans. You guys are diehards, man, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that y'all care. Like, I appreciate the fact that y'all care. Some of y'all say some crazy off-the-wall stuff, you know what I mean? Especially when y'all get to that trade generator. (laughs) But I rocks with y'all, man. I rocked with y'all and that's why I love putting out content for y'all because y'all care about this team. Let me give you a few takeaways and I get up out of here. Takeaway number one, not a bad loss. I said they had to be damn near perfect to win this W, but to get this W, but they did a lot right. Like they did a lot right, you know, which shows in the NBA you can do a lot right and still lose. That's the reality of the situation, man. There's not much wiggle room for, like, winning and losing, you know? So, yeah. Number two. I said they really missed DeAndre Hunter. Bain was spectacular. And not saying that Bain wouldn't have given DeAndre Hunter 37. But if you got DeAndre Hunter out there and you can keep that 37 to maybe... 30. He only lost by 6. Right? Like, is DeAndre Hunter good enough to keep him from 37 to to maybe 30? I think he has that capability. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you play the cards that you're dealt. You play the cards that you're dealt. Um, It was hard to overcome that in the referees. Um, So, yeah. Last takeaway. Trey needs to start playing the politics of officiating. We talked about this after tonight's game, after the, um, the post-game presser, me and some of the folks, some of the other media members. Trey needs to work on his image. Like, he complains about a lot of calls that he's rightly not getting. Like, he's, like he legitimately has a reason to complain. But bro, you got to work on that image. Like you always wanna be chirping, you always wanna be doing little antics and they gonna catch you every freaking time. Every time they gonna catch you because they watching you. They watching you because they know how you get down. You got to start buttering these guys up, man. Go to them before the game. Hey man, how's your family? How's everything going? You know I'm gonna be on you tonight jokey, jokey, joke. You know what I mean? Like you got to start butting these dudes up. And now like they just look at it like whenever they miss a call, Trey going to have something to say and they eagle going to get into it. And now you teed up. Got to play the politics, man. Got to play the politics. But ladies and gentlemen, let's take a look at the Hawks schedule and uh, then I'll be out your hair. But as always, I appreciate you guys for rocking with the Hawks beat. And uh, let's take a look and see the upcoming games for the Atlanta Hawks. Being that it is the holiday season, Hawks don't have a full slate of games for the week. On Tuesday, they will take on the Chicago Bulls in Chicago. And then they have a few days off. And then they are back home this Friday to take on Kevin Herter and the Sacramento Kings. (laughs) The Kevin Herter game. (laughs) <laughs> but uh i think that's about it so ladies and gentlemen we're gonna put a bow in this podcast thank you so much for checking us out wherever you are listening to your podcast make sure you subscribe and uh lock in with us tap in with us on all of our social media platforms and uh like we always say man god is good all time and all time god is good so if you don't know him, you need to find him show him some love because that is all he is showing you l-o-b-e love we out peace